Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe, from varicose veins to Tim Chains. <laughs> With over five million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I'm Maddox with me as Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Welcome back, Sean. Thank you. And very special guest, Asterios Boisterous, the Sneaky Greek, Coconuts. Welcome back. Hey, everybody. Hey, buddy. We have, a, we have a full studio, and in-house today, we also have a guest, Paige. A, a Thank super you. fan. Super fan, Paige. Thank you for joining us, Welcome Paige. to the show. Talk, say hi to the microphone. Hi, fellas. Thanks for having me. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Sounds like a voice actor. What a beautiful Can you do voice. that? Can we get a second take that's even sexier somehow? <sighs> hi, fellas. Thanks for having me. Whoa! Do you have a shooting uh, load in your pants sound effect over there? <laughs> <laughs> that's close there enough. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Halfway there. Oh, all right. Well, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, Sean, you were missed. Welcome back from jail. You went to jail. Is yeah. that where I was this According week? to Dick, that's what Dick said. Yeah, you were in jail. Everybody should try it like four or five times. <laughs> jail? Yeah. Well, you, gotta, you gotta know if you like it or not. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. No, I've, been, <laughs> I've been up for days. Okay. All right, let's talk. The biggest problem in the universe from last week was backseat drivers. Yes! And then Disney... Street art abolitionists following that and then losing the remote, which, Dick, mm. I have to call you out on something. <laughs> okay. I have to. Yeah. I don't have like a you, choice. I don't have a choice, Asterios. judge or a bailiff. Well, I, begrudgingly, I have to bring up some minor inconsistency in <laughs> yeah. your comedy argument. Uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> what, what could it possibly be? It simply be? brings me no pleasure to mm. raise this, however. It, go pa- ahead. it pains me to say this, Dick. <laughs> it, but <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, I love me. All right. Uh, it, it pains me to say this, but <laughs> damn it, damn it. I got. He sent me his sound effects. I got those now. Tim is not here. That's not fair. Yeah, strike that. Strike that from the record, Sean. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, I so I looked into your source, the one in seven drivers. Yeah. You brought in a horseshit PR ad. That was an ad for an insurance company. Did you Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, no need to go on then. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was uh, an ad for an insurance company. Well, I think it's I think it's true though. It's you not, know that's it's still not. that's still it still could be true. But, but don't ad, <laughs> don't ads get to the greater truth of everything? No, yeah, I mean, exactly, they don't. yeah, exactly. You know, it's 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 like uh, I mean I mean just think about it. Uh, like, isn't Disneyland the happiest place on earth? Yeah, is that not true? And what? the iPhone, it just works. Sure. Like, yeah, it does says. just work. Yeah, except it overheats, it freezes all the time. Apps don't load. It crashes. It reboots. It vibrates when you set it on silent. It ruins the podcast when you don't want it to. I don't think it ruins the podcast. Well, you know, isn't this podcast being recorded on an Apple laptop right now? Yeah, the crashes all the time. Uh, <laughs> this yeah. Apple laptop's responsible Me. for your successful podcast. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. And oh, most hey, of the, the way, music you of, listen to, also. Yeah, exactly. Oh, speaking of Disney, I went to Disney World last week. I haven't. I've, I'm two episodes behind. I apologize. I went to Disney World two weeks ago. The fucking time of my life. What don't you guys like about Disney World? I didn't have a problem. I with it. never complained about Disney World. I've never. Okay, first of all, good. I've never been to Disney World. All right. Uh, it's awesome. Disneyland. Some of the rides at Disneyland are fun. Yeah. It's not, you know. No. Which ones? Which ones are your parade? favorite? I like uh, what's a Scream Mountain, Star Mountain. Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Hyper- That's now it's Hyperspace Mountain because oh, Star Wars is taking it over. Course. It's made it better. Like it makes everything better. Showerheads, foods. Oh. 
Yeah, your bottle of water, which you can go to the 99 cent store and pick up a bottle of water that's branded with Star Wars, changes absolutely nothing, cheapens the brand. Only 99 cents? That's a still. I'll be right back, guys. I got to go to the 99 cent store, buy some midichlorian infused water. I got some comments about backseat drivers. Let's hear it. Uh, Phil Rules said, You made the joke about backseat running in Kenya, right? Because that's. But backseat drivers, I think, are. I think have a have a brain dysfunction. Oh yeah, like I think they should be they in the control. DSM. They need yeah, the DSM seven right just between came out. Tourette's pro- and being retarded. I don't right? know. If, I don't know if being retarded is in the DSM seven. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, oh, but I'm- it should be in there. That's my point. Is okay. backseat driving should be in there. It's a mental deficiency. If I'm driving, that someone- should be treated with intense shock therapy. Well, I, I again. You're you're right for a little while and then you're wrong again. Uh, look, uh, if someone's backseat driving me, it fucking drives me crazy. It'll probably make me drive worse. Like, uh, why? Well, does, one does in seven hear... people say that they do drive worse, according to that advertisement that I brought in. Sounds last like week. a you know, solid statistic, y- at least for me. Yeah, it's not. And I looked into your other source, Dick, the Psychology Today article. No studies cited in there. Not a single study was cited in there. It's just all anecdotal, and it's it, it, no, even, it's experts' opinions. I don't want anecdotal evidence here. That's not if anecdotes. I, it is. Uh, it a is entirely says. You Wait, might you, be codependent. But you, you didn't link to be, any studies. They're psychologists giving their opinion about a mental disorder of backseat driving. They've that's studied, they've studied right. this for years. No, but they they I looked I looked for the specific studies. There were no linked studies. I didn't see anything. Uh, so uh, if somebody sorry, gave you me, advice like on you, would you go, you need to study? do an extended study on me? Not necessarily. But if you're if you're saying this is a solid gold hard evidence. Right, the, like the hard is, evidence Dick always brings yeah, in yeah. on a comedy podcast. <laughs> the unimpeachable Dick Master. His name is Dick. How, how could there be evidence Why for a psychologist's opinion? But it's called studies. They would link to studies that they've done with tests and oh, variables. I I, there was one with the blood thing. I checked. Was, that wasn't a study. It was an anecdote. No, no, no. It wasn't an anecdote. It was a study of. It was a survey. And I'm sorry, not a survey. It was a study of people who would rather take their own. Blood, they would rather prick their own finger or have a certified technician do it. And backseat drivers would rather do it themselves. Right. That wasn't a study. It was an anecdote in Psychology Today. And the guy's name is Berger, Professor Berger. And I looked it up. And the only thing he's known for, he did a recreation of the Milligram experiment. But that study's not linked anywhere. It's not It's not so, there. Someone loves, doing, it. someone loves being a backseat driver too much. That's yeah. what this is. So you really need to be a backseat You're driver. You're being a backseat people. driver to all of his <laughs> stats. Yes. You are. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Oh, exactly. It got a laugh. I, <laughs> so don't worry about it. I, I, so here's the thing. When I backseat drive, oh. I usually only do it. Mm-hmm. Look, it's, it's a little annoying when people are, are uh, hounding you to go a little bit faster. I get it. That's yeah. fine. Okay. But I usually only do it when I see a serious potential danger. Oh, yeah. He's a considerate backseat oh, driver. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Sean. Like there's a UFO about to crash into you. Watch out. Yeah, rain slick dick. Maybe you should listen to <laughs> advice. Huh? Oh Maybe you should listen to advice. Here's the thing. That's I called got- a warning. What? What you do. If you only do it in yeah, case of yeah, emergency. That's, that's, what, that's exactly. Thank you, Sean. That's exactly that's what I do. That's a warning of them. imminent danger. You don't I do that. I Reaching do. across I the do. seat to honk at a guy who's not making a left is not a warning <laughs> of imminent danger. Did you do that? That is what no. yes, he did it to me in my car. Oh, this yeah. is no, that's great. not what happened. Look, yeah. May, may yeah, I just say, did. may I just say that regardless of whether or not he's got a bunch of facts, I mean, can't we just all agree <laughs> that backseat drivers are annoying and, and it's a problem? They can be. I, look, I've been annoyed they by them. They can be. I've been, no, they can be. And I've been driving one time and someone in the backseat, literally in the backseat was uh-huh. like, 
hey, uh, be careful. Uh, you know, you're, you're driving pretty aggressively. You're going to spill your soup. And I, no, I wasn't carrying soup. <laughs> My correspondent is going to fly out the window. <laughs> I, I stopped and, and I, I asked the person, I said, um, have you ever been in an accident? And, uh, okay, and she, goes, she goes, yeah. I said, well, I haven't. Wow. So, oh. yeah, I think Someone's I know what I'm doing. Someone's not getting a BJ that yeah. night. Uh, <laughs> or so. you should have said you want to get in another one. <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to say. I thought you were going to go full on Breaking Bad and cause no. a car accident. I, well, here's, a guy, an argument. here's a guy that agrees with you. Mm. Ivan Riley says, I saved my family's lives with backseat driving. I live in the UK and we drive on the correct side of the road. Fuck you. Uh, we were in France and my dad was driving on the wrong side of the road. I told him when I realized he had no fucking clue that there was another car. Big problem, but sometimes it can save your life. It totally can. Especially with my dad. My dad is all over the road when he drives. So really? we need to, so we need to tell like him. son. No, my dad, my dad is, I, you know, I'm an aggressive driver, but I'm safe. But my dad is, um, ah, uh, I wouldn't even say aggressive. It's almost like um, he's in and out of lanes, that sort of thing. He's like a he's too, he's too old. He's like, he's eighty seven years old, so yeah. he's he's gonna oh, be yeah. old. Yeah. Now, just a quick question before we move on: If you gave your dad advice from the back seat about how he should drive, how might he react? <laughs> he probably wouldn't hear me. He's like mostly deaf. Oh, okay. he, probably so he wouldn't, wouldn't punch you in the throat and throw you out the car. No, I don't think so. Really? Should. No. Okay, well, should. I got a comment here from Damien Graves. He says, I haven't laughed so hard in a while. You can tell Dick brought him in just to annoy Maddox. He's talking about Tim Chains. Oh, yeah. He was great. What do you, as an audio engineer, did he do a good job filling in? Was the fidelity of the recording okay? Well, yeah, because I set up all the gear. I mean, all right, let's not get into <laughs> Let's not t- start taking credit for another man's work. Tim Jinx did a great job. Did he push the button? Uh, I pushed the button. Okay, good. Well, I, I thought he was just really annoying with those sound drops. Uh, I got another comment from Duncan Maballs. He says, Damn it. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's his latest Tim Chang sound drops are. <laughs> it's haunting me. Duncan Maballs says, I think I might set that Tim Chang sound clip as my text tone. There's a lot of people who are asking for it. You can give it, go ahead and play it once. No, I got some voicemails Good. about Tim Chang. God damn it, Maddox. I'm 20 seconds in and I'm already hearing some blazing ass guy pr- promoting his bullshit of his <laughs> DJ and the skills and all that little fucking shit. God damn it. Get back to, get Sean back. Sean, bring your white pasty ass back up to the goddamn radio. Don't you ever get replaced. By this guy, all right, DJ Wiltane or whatever. God, fuck you guys. Fuck you, dick. Uh, have an asshole. Bye. <laughs> have, oh an asshole. Asshole. have an asshole. Have an asshole. Oh. Uh, here's a voicemail. Never have DJ Tim <laughs> Chains on your show again, ever. I like He's him. The Jar Jar Binks of your show. Oh, nerd. Mm. Nerd alert. Bring back the ass farmer as soon as possible. He sounds so flustered. <laughs> what did you think of Tim Page? What did you think of Tim Chang? You're, you're a fan of the show. I really liked it. I liked the burr, burr, burr part the best. Oh, jeez, Page. You liked this part? Tim Chang. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, no we more. Got a, we got a fan of the show right here. She liked them. I'm just saying. I got a comment from Matthew Gordon. He says, Tim Chains. I almost stopped listening when I heard Sean was gone. Now all I want to do is sign up for radio class to work on my garage band skills. Have you been to radio class? No. Is it a thing? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Radio class? Great. I don't know. Maybe yeah. in a, like a community college or something. Uh, I got some voicemails for Asterios, too. I saved them oh, wow. for the next time you'd come in. It's people really like you. Oh, great. Yeah, let me see. Let me see here. Okay, here we go. Hey, guys. This is Amanda Todd. It's how I talk. 
just call and ask if you guys could please stop bringing that Asterios Coconos on your show. <laughs> oh, shit. That's the they wrong one. can go one. back home to his uh, wife. I'm sorry. Her first. <laughs> Uh, I mean, <laughs> Christ, he makes, he makes me want to drink another gallon of bleach again. Do it. Well, yeah, it'd be and great. Dick, <laughs> thanks for supporting Trump. Oh, all right. Well, oh. that explains a lot. A Trump supporter doesn't like Asterios. That explains everything. I, uh, go ahead. No, I, I just don't know why you would bring on a voicemail that would, be, that would hurt my feelings. Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, I, hopefully was the an rest accident. of these are, are more positive. Oh, well, this one, your mom called in. Oh, oh, cool, so mom. She's, yeah, she's only oh, yeah. positive. Asterios, this is your mother. <laughs> We've been talking lately, and you've told me I don't know how many times that you're the host of this uh, big, big problem in the universe, which doesn't make sense to me. Why would you be a big problem, you're my baby? That's right. Anyway, I only heard you on a couple episodes, unless you're cleverly disguising yourself as this Mick Gasterson or this this uh, this mad 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 ox guy. Anyhow, I just wanted to say, how come I haven't heard you on it? You're not lying to me again, are you? No, You're man. paying your bills, right? Yeah. Since last time we talked, you asked me for money. The things that you said you were doing a long time ago. Just, anyway, yeah. I would That's like it. to encourage anybody listening right now to support my baby and go to www.youtube.com okay. and look up Admiral Akbar's Snack uh, all right, all right. Oh, Enough with the plug. Okay. She sounds like a nice lady. You know who she, you know, I didn't know your mother. Mom. I didn't know your mother was an old Jewish woman. <laughs> <laughs> you know who she sounded like. And who are you, gay, crazy? <laughs> Angela's mom sounds a little nicer than Angela's mom. I uh, yeah, mom. Thanks for calling. That's nice of you. And I I would hope that people go to my. That was really nice. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, she plugged Admiral Ashbar's snack Admiral, bar. Well, she's my mom. I hope she would. You know, oh, very cool. sweet of her. Hey, I actually have to call you out. Okay, something. Let's hear it. Okay, Kathy. here's a here's a comment <laughs> from Brandon Ellis. <laughs> the way he shook his head looked like a Kathy comic. Yeah. How can Maddox bitch at the minutia of five lost seconds using a mouse, but then scoff at Dick's stats about time loss looking for a remote? Yeah, How about I, that? I, brought, I know you're a fan of efficiency. I, I would have thought you hate lost remotes. Yeah, I brought that comment in too, actually, uh, because well, I think that know. lost remotes, first of all, they never affect me. I never lose my remote. It's always in the it's always in the living room. Why would it ever be anywhere else? I don't go to the bathroom and take the remote with me. I don't go into the kitchen and make a sandwich and take the remote with me. I don't take the remote anywhere outside of the living room because it's pointless. There's I never lose it. And second, it's an incompetence problem. <laughs> uh, you know, anytime I've had a friend who constantly loses keys or a cell phone or whatever mm. the fuck it is, I tell them the same thing, same advice, and I'm going to tell it to you and anyone else who's losing the remote. Get a system. Figure out, put a, put your put your thing that you're Hold losing on. in the same place Let me always. Write this down. You'll never- <laughs> Number one, get a system. Yeah, you got okay. that. You got that, Brandon Ellis? Well, let's go slow. Let me just start on working on that one. Get a system. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. No. All right. You want to get to some problems? Let's do it. Okay. Go ahead, Dick. My first problem is, this is a big one. It's way, way bigger than half of the problems on the top 10 list. Okay? I'm dead serious about that. So pull up the webpage and get ready to vote. This is not a joke. The problem is not enough toilets. Don't play a fucking, don't play a stupid sound effect. This is absolutely true. This is a hip god <laughs> Wait, why did they why were they clapping and then booing? They sound like a real confused audience. This is a this is a serious problem. This is a human health issue. This is a health issue. This mm-hmm. is not just because 
I almost piss in my pants every time I'm out in Hollywood and don't want to go on the street with all the bums, right? This is not a personal gripe. It's probably an economical problem for you. What do you mean? Well, I mean, if you were to save like 10 pair of underwear every year. Okay. You know, no, never mind. I, I forgot. I, I'm, <laughs> sorry I asked. I'm so sorry. I just, I want to bring something up real quick. It seems like you pee and poo your pants a lot, like more than a lot of people do. Do you think you pee and poo your pants more than the average person? I would, no, I'm not pee. Oh, just poo. Yeah, I've, I've, I've shit in my pants way more than an average person, sure. Okay. Yeah. Why? What's going on? It's a mixture of liquor and overconfidence. Oh, alcoholism. Is this like an intervention? <laughs> what do you mean? What's going on? Yeah, Dick, Sean's not recording this, actually. This is an intervention. <laughs> we all came here what today. Mean, what do you mean? Mrs. What's Masterson, come on is in. It a, is, it, is anyone confused on that? <laughs> yes, it causes per- permanent running damage to your, you know, insides. Okay. Well, rot, rot gut, I think they called it. Look, I'm new to alcoholism, and I'm just kind of looking oh, for Oh, buddy, some you're going to love it. Okay. Get, embrace it. Embrace it. Don't be ashamed of it. You well, shouldn't not, be ashamed well, of shitting ashamed. in your pants now and okay. then. It's good. It builds character. I carry around birthday cake lit flavored vodka in my briefcase now. Like, is that like a good start? You no, you got it's it's got to be regular vodka. Okay, that's a good start, and birthday, you need to it go. It tastes really good. Yeah, that's that's wrong. You shouldn't be happy when you drink. It oh. shouldn't taste good. It should taste painful. Okay, you need to be imbibing the pain. Oh, right. It's you, you got you got to graduate to scotch or something like that. I have Any, a lot of strawberry and, you, and you have to find a drink that you can order anywhere in the world, and exactly. it'll be there. Okay, exactly. All right. Anyway, two point four billion people on the planet do not have access to adequate sanitation. So this is not a, largely an American problem, right? This, this is, is mostly a, like third world. I would say it's it's 50-50. Huh. This is a this is a two this is 2.4 billion people around the world don't have access to adequate sanitation and also in America people are pricks about using the bathroom. What do you mean? Well, like you go you know, you, you go into a McDonald's or I, I was in a Popeye's, for example, yeah. walk in like, hey, can I use the restroom? No, oh, customers only. Like, yeah. Oh, man, come on. Fuck you. Yeah. Right. Dude, I am the bathroom circumventor, man. I'm the bathroom cock block circumventor. You cock block me in the bathroom. I'm going to shit. I'll find a way. What the hell does yeah, that mean? Right out in mean? the leaves. <laughs> I'll give you a I'll give you a description of that, Sean. Make you vomit, make you dry heave all over the place. The, I almost did. Yeah. For the real. Bathroom circumventor. I yeah. feel like that's a nickname you've had for yourself for a while. <laughs> like that just rolled <laughs> off your tongue. <laughs> Uh, no, I find a way to get to use their bathroom. What I, does that mean? What do you mean? Well, what do you uh, do? I, I tell them, first of all, if they say they don't have a bathroom, I'm like, come on, man, where do you shit? Right? Where do you, where, where do you go? Where do you go to the Where do bathroom? you go? And I tell them, look, I know I know your concern. I, I know you're afraid that you're going to walk in after I'm done and there's going to be just like shit smeared all over the walls and yeah. on the mirror and underneath the door handle. They're more afraid of you planting explosives. Shut up, Sean. <laughs> Not funny, dickhead. <laughs> Ass. Go back to prison. Not all. <laughs> if only he'd gotten his ass farmer's license like a real ass farmer did, he wouldn't have gone to jail. Yeah, it's not all Muslims, Sean. What's the- uh, <laughs> no, you know what? I go to hotels, fancy hotels, and I look like I belong. I walk into a fancy hotel and say, right this way, Mr. Maddox. Right, they go ahead, they go and take your, a shit. They know your name. They know they, my, yeah. They don't they, have a problem letting you use the bathroom at a fancy hotel. Yeah, I just walk right in. I go. I always go to a hotel. I go to a restaurant, a McDonald's, a Carl's Jr., a okay. Chevron, any of these places. That's a bit of a walk for people in India. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, yeah. What I, that's what I got. 
That's right. No, you're right about the bathroom circumventing thing. That's yeah. also a big problem. I was in, I was in a Popeyes a couple weeks ago, and this bum was asking if he could use the bathroom to so the guy behind the counter. And he's like, you know, he's in bad shape. He's a bum. There's tons yeah. of bums in Hollywood. Can I use the bathroom? The guy said, no, no, customers only. Because they got a token system there. So you can't circumvent it unless you try to piss through the keyhole. Right. Or whatever. Right. Right? Because they, they, got, a, they got a token system. Uh, no, you only, customers only. And I was like, I was right there. And I'm looking at the guy. Weird. I felt this weird feeling. I don't know how to describe it. Like, I want, like, he was feeling bad, and I wanted him to feel less bad. Em- empathy. 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 Empathy is the word. Is that what yeah. that is? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh, man, like, give give me the token. I was like, hey, hey just hold on. Dude, give me the token. I got to go. I'll give it to, and I'll give it to him, and, it, and, and we'll be fine, right? Then mm-hmm. the system will be in place. And he's like, no, we can't, because they mess up the bathroom. They, yeah. the homeless people. And I was like, oh. Okay. So I turned to the guy, and I said, you're not going to mess up the bathroom, <laughs> are, are you? And he goes, <laughs> He goes, fuck this shit. And I said, okay, the system works. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I uh, almost yeah. caused you a bunch of labor cleaning this maniac's feces yeah. and urine off of the bathroom. You're right. I'm sorry. Fuck you. Go in the street. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, since I've been back in Los Angeles, I've been going to a lot of coffee shops and shit. And uh, a guy definitely walked through in a, ca- a cafe the other day, a homeless guy. Carrying an entire giant couch cushion over his over his head, like on both shoulders, and he walks in and he and he's like, "I want to use the bathroom." And, okay. And the manager goes, "You need to leave right now." <laughs> and he went, "All right." And he just walked out. And I just love the idea that the cushion man and this manager do this dance like five times a day. Yeah, and he knows he knows he's he not knows. welcome. He's, oh, he's being yeah. a jerk. He's got a hobby. What a, can I tell you? One of the few times I was not able to circumvent oh, no. uh, the, co- the bathroom cock block. There wasn't a fancy hotel. It wasn't. All right. It was in Hawaii on the Big Island, which I recommend no one go to. I think that is just a giant bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you would think, but there's like fucking nowhere to pull off on the Big Island. The Big um, Island's great. What do you like about it? It's- hey, wait a minute. You don't need to answer that. That's a tropical paradise. What do you mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like about no, it? no, I'm talking. Oh, great. Honolulu Honolulu's great. It's fun. Maui's great. But the big island, you go there and it's like a giant fucking volcano. It's just a volcano and you can well, hike down. Just go to the bathroom in the volcano. What's your problem? Because it takes fucking That'd forever cool. to drive anywhere because there's two lanes and everyone's driving in the left, slow as fuck, and no backseat drivers are telling them to speed the fuck up so I can get there and take a shit in the volcano. I can't do anything. So, I land in Hawaii. Okay, the I was first- about to call the Howley. <laughs> I'm not. You got to be more Ono, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. I you got to watch Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, I've never seen it. So I landed, right, and uh, the first big city outside of the city near the airport, right? Mm. I, I'll never forget this fucking stop because these these pricks uh, would not let me use their bathroom no matter what. And they said, there's, there's porta-potties outside. And I went out there, and it looked like fucking... Like if they made a new Silent Hill game and they wanted to amp it up, oh, man. they All would right. they would have to like they would have to make it ten times worse than anything you've ever seen in Silent Hill to make it look like this bathroom, like, like bl- scary, like poopy handprints on oh, the wall, just oh, like oh. someone shit themselves and then slapped their hand on the wall yeah, okay. to leave the biggest handprint possible made out of pure <laughs> shit. It's everywhere. It's even on the ceiling. I just looked inside the door. I'm like, how the fuck? Why? Why the fuck are you putting poop on the ceiling? It's gonna drip on you, idiot. It's like the Manson family's retarded siblings. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was so pissed. So I went in there. I'm like, so where, I use my usual line. I'm like, so where do you shit? 
And then, and then uh, the guy's like, oh, we don't have a bathroom. You know, it's same line. I'm like, yeah, probably in the coffee. It tastes like shit. No, don't <laughs> go there. There's, it's this tiny little town with one fucking grocery store. Fuck that place. Fuck that island. Okay. (laughs) One billion people on Earth still defecate in the open. Oh, God. The more people have access to cell phones than have access to toilets. Think about that. That's horrifying. Yeah. Not enough toilets is a big problem. Women and girls spend 90... Let me make this... Let me make this relatable for you, Maddox. Women and girls spend 97 billion hours looking for somewhere to go to the bathroom... That all that time is time they could be spending watching your YouTube videos. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's that, true. Is that per woman? Uh, yes. Yes. Every day, every woman spends ninety-seven billion hours. Hey, I got three little words for you. Three I knew he'd say yes. Yeah. Hey guys, Papa Squad. Huh? Ladies. Well, I, see, a billion people do. Here, Papa here's, here's, yeah. here's the problem. The, the reason they're doing this is because they're trying to stay away from sexual predators. They're trying to find a spot where they can use the restroom because you're vulnerable when you go to, you know, when you go to the bathroom, you're sitting in that stall taking a deuce. There's a moment there where someone could just come in and grab your pants in the stall, tear your pants off, and then they have your wallet. What are you going to do? Chase them? You're going to run out of the bathroom chasing them with no pants? It's a perfect crime. I thought Go about that. Go to the that. airport. Yeah. You've, you've thought about this I, yeah, as well. If, if I was going to be a criminal, oh I would totally rob people while they're taking a shit. And That's and why you, you should can, always take a shit running at full speed. <laughs> sure. You can pretend to be the bathroom attendant, right? Oh, sir, right this way. That's the perfect alibi. You grab their pants, oh my God. throw them in the trash, then you put your, you you like, a, I don't know, put some kind of sneaky burglar gloves on, the guy runs out, the guy went that, he he ran out of the restroom with your pants, hmm. point him that way. Look, it's I'm tr- it's very vulnerable look, going to the look, bathroom. That's look, all I'm saying. I, look, I agree with you. I just want to point out that it's interesting to me that you both have independently thought a great time to rob someone would be while they were on the toilet. Yeah. You both thought that at different points in time. Sure. It's just interesting that, to me. Is that not a normal thing to think? I've never thought about it. You never, never think, thought about that? Because here's the best thing time is to rob someone. Asterios, if you, while they were going number two. If you want to be prepared, you have to think of the scenarios. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. That's why that's why Dick did it too, right? What? To to be prepared. You always have to be prepared. Yeah, you always be you're a boy scout. Boy, that's what they teach you. What 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 badge they teach you you get a badge for that. There's you get I so you know. get a merit badge for uh figuring out ways to rob people on the toilet. Yeah, it's the psychopathy badge. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't get that badge. But yeah. well, look, I'm the ready psychopathy to badge. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it's a good <laughs> reference to something. It <laughs> sounded smart. <laughs> I know. I don't know, Sean. Psychopathy, psychopathy. Oh, what did someone fart into a microphone? Might as well have. What happened? Did I do something? Well, you. I hope you would know. I have no idea what's going on. Okay, fucking Maddox. Poor sanitation increases the risk of disease, malnutrition, especially for women and children. God, I don't know why. That's just what they say. Uh, Diarrhea. Let's see. Hey guys. uh, I just the second biggest killer yeah? of children in uh-huh. developing countries is diarrhea. Diarrhea, huh? And that's Di- obviously wait. shitting in the open is Di- a huge cause so of diarrhea. Diarrhea is a big so like poop poop related issues. It's like a big problem. That's well, like the Oregon Trail out there. Oh yeah, exactly. You know, you yeah, dysentery. Diarrhea, dysentery. You're yeah. dead. Do you know anything about about uh, you know, butt problems? Uh, do you have any uh, any comments on that, Maddox? No, I got a real st- I got a real solid gut. I I never have any butt problems. Okay. My butt works just fine. Although, uh, what? 
what Sean? Why are you guys giggling? I clue think, us in. Somebody I, just say I what happened. I think Maddox farted big time. Oh. Yeah, it was a pretty big fart. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough bathrooms. Big problem. Vote it up, guys. Dick, I'm with you. Now you Good. agree with it. <laughs> now that it directly affects you. Oh, it affects all of us in just a minute, buddy. Oh, no. God damn it. We got to get out of here. It's destroying our cities, too. What? How? People pissing in the cities. Listen to this. There was a dude in San Francisco driving down the street one day, maybe going to an anti-gun gay parade or something like that. I don't know where he was going. They didn't say. It's a pretty packed parade. A gay parade. <laughs> anti-gun gay parade. I don't know. Against global warming. Uh, yeah, but yeah, probably. Sure. Then all of a sudden, a street light falls on his car while he's driving and totals it. No backstreet, no, no backseat driving the world could prevent that, right? A street light falling on your car? Oh, maybe. You, t- you say, hey, pay you attention, grab the stop wheel, texting. Yeah, I'll grab the swerve. wheel. I'll save you. Well, it turns out the street light had become so corroded because yeah. bums were oh pissing my on it God. that it just dropped right on his guy's car. Okay. So our infrastructure is falling. Things, roads could be falling apart. Bridges could be falling apart because of guys pissing on them. Dick, I was going to mention this because I see this as a big problem, but not from humans, but from dogs. Because I walk around everywhere. In Look, here's the thing. In Hollywood, everyone is fucking obsessed with their dogs. They have dogs, 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 everywhere dogs. They carry them with the, with them to grocery stores, to department stores, to restaurants, to, yeah. to the doctor's office. Oh, I got to carry my poodle with me, you know, because everyone, everyone is uh, too emotionally fragile and they need their comfort animals with them. It's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And then th- those dogs are always the ones pissing all over posts and signs and lamps and things like that. Not yeah. bum- bums go in alleys. Uh, no, bums go right. Bums uh, yeah, don't have a, a lot of shame. You've been to San Francisco. One time I saw a guy peeing into a baby carriage. <laughs> I'm absolutely not kidding. That was, why didn't you say hi? gay parade? <laughs> well, I was there, so yes. Um, yeah, yeah, that no. was me, buddy. Why didn't you say hi to me? Oh, I, I, I would have said that. <laughs> we could have we gone to the, oh, the tenderloin and hung out. Um, uh, I have to agree with... I gotta agree with all this. Look, this here's, is, what, this needs here's what, oh, needs what needs to happen. Here's what needs to happen. There needs to be some kind of innovation in the field of pay toilets okay. in big cities. There, okay. Yeah. You know what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There needs well, to be. Well, there is. Well, are, are you going to talk about that? Well, I, I have no idea what you're. Thinking. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In uh, in London and Tokyo, they have pay bathrooms, and you pay a premium for it because they're really clean. They're kept up. They're really nice. They're private, and they're in the middle of uh, middle of the urban environments that you need to use a restroom. You pay a dollar or two. You go in there. You use it. You leave, and someone goes in there and cleans up after you. It's it's wonderful. It's a really good system. That right? sounds pa- great. Paid? I don't know why it doesn't work here. You uh you spend some time in Japan in uh, Tokyo, right? They have these these restrooms, right? Yeah, and it's exactly as you describe. You pay and you use the restroom, and uh, it's really incredibly clean and really nice. Have you ever used one? I have. Um, number one or number two? Both. Okay. And uh, I highly recommend the talking, the, combo. the talking toilets. The are r- super great. Wait. The super toilets. They're what incredible. do the talking toilets say? The super toilets. Uh, it's it's like a bidet, and then it like sings to you uh, to cover up all of your like splashy poopy noises or whatever. Oh, all right, I'm gonna, make some, I'm gonna make some. I'm gonna make some noises lovely. right now. Sing the song. No, 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 no. There, there's no specific song. Like sometimes, like it's birds chirping or the sound of like a brook. It's really lovely. Um, but but the worst part uh, is squatty potties. Those are gross. What? Those, those are always disgusting. Oh, you're not a fan potties. of squatty potties? They're absolutely revolting. You, you know what though? Those are the most hygienic they found. They are. As, uh, Dick, have you ever? I was going to ask you about this. Have you ever used uh, a squatter? Uh, you know, just a, a hole, hole in the ground, the ground yeah. to shit in? Yeah. Yes, I've done that. What do you think of those? Um, I find it und- to be undignified. 
Okay. Well, I would I'm, like I'm, to sit on a toilet I'm like a cu- man. I'm curious. <laughs> I want my legs to go numb yeah. when I take a shit. Sure. All right? Yeah. I don't want to shit like an animal. I don't know, man. I think it's kind of uh, efficient. It's like, you know, I'm about efficiency. Yeah. And there's it's very, no. It's very efficient. Believe me. Yeah, the, the hole? What's yes. the most efficient yeah. thing just to, be, to wear an adult diaper everywhere? Like that just, astronaut lady? He should just get a colostomy bag and be done with it. Yeah, Mr. Efficiency. That's the Linux of bathrooms is a colostomy bag. You know what, Sean? Correct. I will get a colostomy bag. That's a brilliant idea, asshole. I will. It's also a brilliant idea for your asshole. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's move on. I'll throw that bag at you, too. Oh, my Whatever lord. That. You know what? I can- oh, that gives you an offensive weapon you can carry yeah. around at any time. And also, how cool would it be to look someone directly in their eyes while you're taking a shit? Okay, wait. I have stats on that. Uh, in <laughs> lo- <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I'm so happy we to hear this. In, Let's hear this. In, yeah. London, uh, in London, somebody built, somebody built toilets with one-way mirrors in them, <gasps> where the mirrors would become one-way and you could look, is that what, is it called a two-way mirror or a one-way it's mirror? It's a one-way, one-way mirror. mirror. Okay, a one-way mirror side. where you're sitting on the toilet and you, you, you're you basic, you feel like you're totally out in the open. Oh, that's You can cool. see everything around you, but nobody can see in. That sounds like a uh, mess. so they say. I would call that yeah. a masturbatorium. Yeah, what? Uh, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to bring up, there was another bar in London uh, where in the women's bathroom, not in the toilets, but like where the women could like put on makeup, like above the sinks, there was a one-way mirror and businessmen could pay a bunch of money to just watch all these like hot girls do their makeup and talk and chat and all that. And the women didn't know about it. You sound way too excited for this anecdote. Uh, well, I'm just saying it's one of my dreams. <laughs> but um, it's just like, isn't that, that's creepy as hell. Yeah. Just Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's my stats. <laughs> Good there stats. You go. Good stats. I like it. Um, I used a, a, a squatter one time. So I've used them in, in different countries. And one time I used one, and it was so gross. This this particular one was was pretty gross because it was just literally a hole in the ground that went right into the sewage system. And you could look down, and the light was right overhead. So it, it shined like a spotlight right down the hole. And you could just see a, a stream of sewage going right down below you. I saw, I, I'd look down, I saw toilet paper, I saw neighbor's poop, I saw everything. Saw everything. baby? Nah, I mean, um... A couple gerbils. A food baby? A, fo- a food baby, for sure. Perhaps. Yeah. All right, look, it's it's a big problem. Come I, on, more people have access to mobile phones and have toilets. We can't have people, people running of spending 97 billion hours of their lives looking for toilets. That's yeah. ridiculous. I don't think anyone disagrees with you. I think, that, I think that is a big problem. Good. Isn't part of your problem just, you know, proper sanitation or sanitary conditions? Like it's you're talking not, about the third Sean, world. Sean, it's not stuff. enough toilets. <laughs> There's right. not enough toilets. I don't, you know what? Go grab some toilets from some remodels around Silver Lake, fly them to Africa, set the toilets in the middle of the, Ser- of the Serengeti and just let someone build some plumbing onto it. That's all I'm saying. I just want the toilets to be there so someone will hook them up. If you bring the toilets, the the infrastructure will come. The infrastructure will come. Got it. It I'm sure of that. Makes perfect sense. Thank you. You're not going to waste just a bunch of sitting shitters, right? They're going to be curious. They're going to want to know what these (laughs) things are. You know what? Um, Speaking of a great idea, today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Sirius, have you used your holiday kit? At yeah, all that you we see gave this you? Hot smooth shave I've got here. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I use Harry's great. razors. No, actually, look, I love that kit that you guys gave me. It's the second kit you guys have given me. 
And again, it's the only grown-up thing I do is shave with that kit. Like everything else, everything else I do is like such a fucking big kid. But like when I shave with that kid, I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking grown-up. This is nice. Well, it's a great shave and it feels great to do. It's German engineered, five blade cartridges, close, a comfort shave, no cuts or burns, quality guaranteed. There's a full refund if you're not happy. Yeah. So if you get this blade and you if and you don't like it, you don't like the way it feels on your face, right? Because it's very important, the feel of the blade on your face. Yeah. It's very important. If you don't like the way it feels, the quality is guaranteed. Full refund if you're not happy. Where else, where can you get that? Yeah, Harry's, Harry's takes care of you. Yeah, you can't buy a car and take it back if you're not happy. Uh, um, I think there are anti-lemon laws. Well, if it's a lemon. <laughs> if it's a lemon, right, well, yeah. let's talk. Harry's doesn't sell you lemons. Yeah, of course they sell not. you a clean shave. You're gonna pre- You're gonna like the way you feel. I'm looking forward to that getting cut out of the podcast. <laughs> Which part? <laughs> None of it. No, no, no. It gets I cut it's all well, let me just say this. Like uh, before, I used Harry's razors. I would just use I don't know crappy razors. I'd buy at CVS or whatever. And like the problem with those crappy razors is that like you know you use them a couple of times, they get all you know clogged up with gunk. You gotta throw them away. These Harry's razors, I've noticed. They rinse out like so easily. It's like, yeah, Sean's nodding. Yeah. It's like every yeah, they time they actually do. I notice that too. They do. Yeah, it's 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 like every time I rinse it out, it's it looks like a brand new razor. Like I I, I don't I, have to hammer it on yeah. the thing. Like I'm trying to get sand out of my shoe after coming back from the beach. It's like slick right out. Yeah, and exactly. Usually the five blade ones clog up too because they're so close together, but these don't. Yeah. Well, these Harry's razors are great. Go to Harry's.com and use promo code Biggest Problem to get five dollars at first purchase. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the show, guys. Really appreciate it. And uh, I should say this, too. Harry sent me a postcard for uh, for Christmas. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they just, said, they just said thanks for supporting the show. Thanks for all that you do. And thank you as well for supporting our show. We really appreciate it, guys. I get a fucking card. Yeah. <laughs> was it addressed? It was probably addressed to It was addressed to, you to me, no. It was no. just said uh, Maddox. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, well. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you shouldn't write my own card then. (laughs) I'll write you. I'll write you a postcard, dude. No, it's too late. Okay, (laughs) Asterios. I got a problem. What is it? All right. I think this is probably another problem that we're not going to disagree on. Uh, Last call at bars. Oh, last call. I'm leaving. Yeah, because we're done. It's the biggest problem in the universe. That's the biggest problem in the universe. Yeah, exactly. Now look, I'll bring up some stats or whatever, but I think it's just really fucking annoying. Like you're talking to some girl. You're hitting it off. You know, she's not quite drunk enough yet to, you know, kind of look past your face or body. Okay. And then all of a sudden it's 1.50 p.m., 1.50 a.m., and she gets out of there. I, I ran out of time with this chick. I need more time, God damn it. Yeah. Sure. I was nervous. That's yeah. on you, but that's on you, though, buddy. I stopped going. I blame bars. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing I do is my fault. The end. Uh, yeah, right. I'm with you. Well, I guess on there's everything that. you said. Uh, no, I stopped going to drink dates. Uh, with with women, what? Yeah, what? this is a theory of mine. How do yeah, you because, date girls? Because, then? Well, I I take them to brunch or lunch, and it's oh a God, much I, better date. And I'll tell you why. I'll t- you know what? I'm not going to go into oh. all the details. Look, man, <laughs> drink I'm not dates. Gonna, I'm not going. No, drink dates are awful. And here's why: <laughs> okay. you go, you meet the girl at uh, say eight o'clock, nine o'clock, whatever for drinks, uh-huh. and it yeah. puts an artificial time limit on the date. I've gone on dates that have lasted like five, six hours, and we ended up hooking up that night and then uh, hung out the next day and went to the beach and all this other shit. Those are fun dates, and those are all ones that started earlier because at night, at 9 o'clock, you know that Cinderella's got to get back home in her carriage. So TikTok, fucker. Usually midnight, the date wraps up, or even last call, and it's like, oh, well, should I, shouldn't I? I don't know. You have that artificial time limit going. 
Yeah, but well, that's, that's a pretty big artificial limit. Five hours? Well, it depends. Sometimes it's in not five hours because they got to wake up early the next day too. Well, here's a, okay. Let me, let me ask you this. Here's a little problem with your uh, brunch dates. Uh, it, <laughs> it relegates all your dating to the weekend. No, depends. It uh, depends on the type of women. Depends on what they do for for a living. Okay. Uh, so if you- they don't have a job, <laughs> then their then your brunch dates really perfecto. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're dating like a professional woman, I have done I have done uh, a a brunch date in the morning and a lunch date in the afternoon and an early dinner date all in the same day before. That sounds what about like a the artificial- fucking nightmare to about- me. That's yeah. Three dates in one day? I was full. One, man, one <laughs> date like and Jimmy I'm ready Craig to blow my brains out. <laughs> yeah, did you have a delicious shake for dinner? No, I ended up, <laughs> I ended up one, uh, dating one of the girls. She was very lovely. We went out a couple times and yeah. Okay. Let me just tell you well, just the flip side of it, sort of how inept I am. There is a girl who I was interested in but uh, she's an alcoholic, and so I can't go out for a drink with so her. So last date really sucks. And last s- last uh, call really sucks. Yeah, so I was her. just like, I can't. I don't know how I would ask this girl out. I give up. I was just like, I. but if I can't get oh, a drink really? with her, what would I do? And then I was like, too hard. I'm tapping out. Oh, man. Because yeah, I was like, bowling? I'm nervous. You know, any, anything. Horse mm, race, bowling. Yeah, bowling. Yeah, I'll figure it out later. Yeah, laser tag. Laser Go to a tag? comic store. I don't know. What kind of girls are you dating here? Mm. Well, what did she like? Dick, this is, this is some real backhanded comments that Dick is making. What? Laser tag, comic book store. Those what are kind all of cool girls? things. <laughs> yeah, that's what Wait, it's, was I, he insulting me? That's yeah. not an insult. God damn it. I love laser tag and comic yeah, book stores know. and bowling. <laughs> we know, buddy. That's <laughs> not an insult <laughs> if you I got like rest. those things. Dick, have you ever gotten laser tag with a girl on a date? Oh, no. No. <laughs> no, why not? It sounds cool. No, I well, laser tag sounds like a you could show a her how good of a shot you me. are. You could beat a bunch of twelve year olds. Yeah, doesn't that sound cool? Um, no. On a first, I don't know, man. Like, here's the thing: that's a, that's something you do once you're in the relationship, because then you're you're bored and you're sitting around like, hey, also no, yeah, okay, okay. Now you make a good point, Dick. <laughs> Well, let me talk about last call. Yeah, please. <laughs> we really please. So far afield. I want to help you with where to take women, though, because I'm sure that's a big. That's probably a bigger problem to a lot of people than last call. I'll take any advice you can get. You can give me as to where to take girls. I kite, don't know what kite to do. flying, kite flying. Go to the beach and fly kite. It's super fun. Yeah, there you go. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. Go to the dollar store. Chicks love the dollar store. Actually, you say, true. baby, you can pick out five, five, five of the finest things here. Pick five out things. five toys. Yeah. I'm we'll get them a, a jumbo Snickers bar, Christmas ornaments in January, <laughs> glue, a big bottle of, of non Elmer's glue. Like oh, a, yeah. A glue man. label that I've never seen before. You glue the shit out like, of it. A things. four pack like of duct tape. Felmer's glue. Some soap. Some? They got great soap at the dollar store. They love they love. Stuff. They yeah, love shopping at the dollar store. Listen Here's to how Dick. gullible I am. I'm probably going to do this. Do and it. You're going to get a text saying thanks for yeah, nothing. Great. She had a terrible time. <laughs> this alcoholic chick I took to the dollar store. Well, moving on. Uh, so I figured right. that out, though. I figured that out for you. Huh. So you said she's an alcoholic. So you take her to a bar, and for every drink you order, you order two for her. <laughs> I don't want to cause a relapse. Oh, oh! I feel oh, like if she's going out okay. with me, she's already hit bottom. So, but uh, all right, let's I got talk it. about I last thought, call. I thought you meant current. Right, let's talk about last call. So, in t- <laughs> to, uh, to that look, you know what? I don't even need that many stats. Just think about it like this. All right, uh, you know, I had to go to driving school once because I got a ticket. I was told that on Friday and Saturday nights, 
one in three drivers in Los Angeles is legally drunk. One in three drivers in LA is legally drunk. Legally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, think about this. If all those drivers are on the road at the same time, then A, they're going to cause a lot of accidents and deaths. But B, it's like a shooting gallery for the cops. They they know the exact time that all the drunks are on the road, and so if yeah. you've had a couple to drink, you get out of the bar, they catch you. You're popped ten thousand dollars. Game over. That's terrible. Uh, I'm uh, sort of with you, on Mr. That. Slick. What do yeah. you think? Well, I think having a last call encourages people to get shit faced. Yeah, I think it makes drunk driving a lot worse. Yeah, I don't have any stats to back that up, but I think the I think as that number. Um, lowers from like 4 a.m. to 2 a.m., 1 a.m. Like you go to London. What's what's last call in London? Well, like well here's 11 p.m. No, or no, something it, ridiculous. It used to be 11 p.m., but in 2005, the British government passed a thing called the Licensing Act. It's apparently the only good thing Tony Blair did, which let bars stay open for 24 hours. Now, because that happened, alcohol consumption per person fell 17 percent, and uh, violent crime was down 40 percent. Fewer binge drinkers, less fights because. There was because a bunch you're of not drunks unleashing them yeah, on the popular. Yeah, a bunch of drunks didn't go streaming out of bars, angry they couldn't drink anymore, frustrated that they couldn't get laid and get can't a bunch find of fist a fights. cab, can't get yep. into Ubers or like surcharged yeah, up surcharges. the asset too. No, that's there's a it, there's a lot of wisdom in that. Yeah, this artificial time limit isn't just bad for dates and dating and getting laid, but also just for social life and dr- and drinking and driving and all of these problems that arise from it. Yeah, it what look, man, it, America needs to fo- oh, follow yeah. in Europe's yes. footsteps when it comes to Ooh, alcohol. Absolutely. Uh-oh. When well, it comes, when it comes to, alcohol, to How about when it comes sure. to last Wait a minute, call? don't they have a very, very early last call in Europe? Depends on where you go. But in most places, first of all, uh, the legal drinking age is a lot lower. Yeah. So well, kids yeah. kids, kids have started drinking when they're 16. And when they get to college, they're not binge drinking. They don't give a shit about alcohol because they, they know it's always been around. They're like, yeah, we can have a wine if we want or w- whatever. Yeah, it's not yeah. this like fetishized thing where it's, right. you, you know, it's, it's, it's like if your parents tell you not to go out with this girl – it's all you're going to think about. Sure. Like, you know, if someone says, don't touch, you know, don't touch that, you're, of course you're going to want to touch it. It's like, you know, kids, you know, kids in Greece or in France who've just, you know, had a glass of wine or whatever, you know, they're like, when they get old enough, it's not like this thing that they overdo. Yeah, it's been socialized and it's not this big taboo thing that yeah, they're waiting for. you love socialism, right? Well, yeah, but I also love <laughs> really European partying socialism. and getting shit-faced. Like, I don't know if being exposed to alcohol at a younger age would make me not want to party my shit off well, in it's also, college. It's also that thing where people who are sexually repressed, when they finally Uh-oh. do hit it, I know. Right? They yeah. go they go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. They go they go nuts with it. They go they overdo it. It's it's anything that you that you repress so much that you finally have a little taste of and then you go overboard with. If it's something that's slowly introduced, yeah, okay, it's no big deal. I get it. It's mm. kind of like candy as a kid. It was a big fucking deal. Oh, Halloween, here it comes. I'm going to get as much as I can in my pillowcase and go home and eat it all and and I get billing cavities and be a fat ass. But now as an adult, I can get candy anytime I want. And sometimes I just bite and throw it away in front of kids. I'm like, mm. yeah, this is what I can do as an adult. Take a girl on that date. Yeah. Buy candy and throw it away in front of kids. That actually sounds pretty cool. That's how you that's how you'll meet your soulmate. I might do You just that. do what you you do your secret desires and see if she's into it. And say, ah, keep walking. I'll go yeah. to the dollar Sw- store. Left. I'll go to the dollar store, get a bunch of off-brand knockoff candy like Swix or Flickers bars. Yeah. Throw it away right in front of kids. And if well, the chick's into it, I found my soulmate. 
Maddox, you mentioned America. Yes. And I'm glad you did. Because last call is very offensive to my libertarian sensibilities. It absolutely is. It's, a, it's, it's, all, it's about freedom, quite frankly. We should be rioting in the streets about this. The government does not tell me when to stop drinking. Only the police do that. <laughs> so I heard an interesting anecdote. I don't know, Asterius, if you told it to me or Dick, you told it to me. But I heard the last call in, was invented... It, it kind of came about in World War II because people wanted their factory workers to not be hung over the next day. So yeah. they imposed the last call so people would stop drinking and then get a good night's rest so they could continue making bombs or missiles the next day. Or, or, yeah. or, so it's Hitler's yeah, fault. Yeah. So last call is Hitler's fault. Well, so that should, that should tell you everything you need to know about last call. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it should. And it, just one last thing, like, just the disparity of last call laws is kind of ridiculous. Like... Uh, for example, you know, in Nevada, bars can stay open 24 hours. New York, they stay open at 4 a.m. If you are unlucky enough to have been born in Mississippi, it's it can be midnight. In Delaware, it's 12.45 a.m. Just like a luck of the, like the roll of the dice as to where you're born determines like how late you can stay out and party and have fun. Um, and in Louisiana, all right, well, there's no uh, set statewide closing time. Bars can remain open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Unless you're a city that has between 51 and 57,000 people in it, in which case a local ordinance can be passed that mandates that bars that bars close sooner than 24 hours. It's like all these little tiny stupid laws that affect how much fun we have. In Utah, the Zion Curtain. What, can you explain what that is? Yeah, I mentioned this in the Utah episode. When I brought in Utah as a problem, there's this thing called the Zion Curtain that Utah legislators started to impose on restaurants. They said that if you had a liquor license, which is also difficult to get to come by, but if you do, you had to create, you had to mix any cocktails behind this kind of like a shaded glass wall, like a glass, uh, you know, kind of like Ooh. a frosted glass curtain or a, either either an actual fabric curtain or glass that's frosted. And you had to make the drinks back there before you brought them out into the open so that the impressionable young eyes of children don't see the alcohol and then become alcoholics because they saw you mixing a fucking drink that they don't even know what's in it. <laughs> oh, that's not why we're alcoholics. Yeah, well. And you're not allowed, to, and in Utah, like you were, until very recently, you weren't allowed to serve alcohol before someone ordered their dinner, Yes, right? there's all Some sorts ridiculous, of crazy laws. Yeah. I wish that, uh, yeah, I mean, that does sound kind of nice sometimes. What? You what? Know, to you not- know, you don't, you haven't eaten. You need the government to stop you from ordering drinks too I'm not fast? Say, I'm Libertarian? Saying, I'm saying Is that, that what you want? You want the nanny state? I'm saying probably more than 50% of the time, if I'm drinking before dinner, I say, ah, oh, man, I wish I wouldn't have had three of those before dinner because I'm getting a little loopy here. You don't just drink instead of eating dinner? Uh, Yeah, that's called a liquor loop. Yeah, exactly. That's what you get on a liquor loop. Yeah, that's what I do. I conserve my calories for alcohol. It's you know what I really hate about Last Call is... The the bartenders and the wait staff, like you can, they get, start getting antsy yeah. at like one fifteen, mm-hmm. you know, and they feel because our last call in California is a two, and they'll you can see them start wrapping up, like yeah. you can see them ending the party, and it turns into this tug of war where you're like, no 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 no, we're we're still having a good time, we want to party right up until one fifty or God forbid two, right? <laughs> yeah. Like God God forbid we get kicked out of here at actual last call, but it's, especially in like chain restaurants, yeah, like the big ones, with, you know, it, it's, I really hate I really hate the atmosphere after one fifteen, yeah. 
Yeah, it's 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 like the party died because everyone's trying to get to the next. Everyone's trying to get to a house party where they can drink. You know, everybody yeah, splits. There's speakeasies. Oh, and that's the worst, mm-hmm. man. Speakeasies, and then and then people are rushing, and there's that big ass line at the grocery store, and not enough tellers because everything's moved to fucking automated check stands. Oh, yeah, and you can't buy alcohol at With those. An automated dick. check stand. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I've been online at Ralph's on a long, long line to Ra- buy alcohol. Ralph's, Ralph's is a grocery store in California. Oh yeah, for, sorry. For yeah, are, Ralph's yeah. a grocery store, and uh, and I've been online like a long, long line at one fifty, and I remember the teller was like, "Anyone that I don't ring up by two o'clock, the computer will not let me sell you alcohol." Period. Right. And it's like, well, come, what's two minutes? Is two yeah. minutes going to kill somebody? And I, I mean, you know, finally, I guess the last thing I'll say about the last call is like, think about this. If you're a bartender, if you're a waitress, it cuts in your hours. Like, if you could work until 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m., keep pulling tips, you know, uh, yeah, keep serving drinks and all that, you'd make more money. It'd help the economy. The restaurants would make more money. The servers would make more money. Everybody would make more money. It'd That's, be better for everybody. Vote Asterios 2016. That's his plan for reinv- re, uh, reinvigorating the economy. Oh, I that's would vote what, for that. That's what yeah. Tony Blair did, by the way, in, 2000 and f- in 2001. He sent out a text message, like, right before the election that was like, don't forget, if you vote for me, I'll, in, I'll impose 20, I'll, I'll have 24-hour drinking. And everybody voted for him. It was like one and of the did most- did he? Yes, exactly. Oh it was one God. of the most, like, brilliant political maneuvers of all time. Bravo. I think you just predicted a Trump tweet. Oh my God. If on Trump, like November 3rd. I would, I, I might actually vote for Trump. I'd be like, well, that directly affects my life. Yeah. So I'm going to vote for you. Yeah, yeah. But I could see Trump also adding something to the tweet. Like, uh, if you do, if you have a wheelchair, uh, try to get to the, uh, <laughs> you might, you might not be able to make it in time. Uh, Anyway, uh, wheelchair. So, wait, so he's tweeting the word duh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I gotta follow you, this guy. Have you seen his tweets? I haven't. I, I, I guess not. There's this website. It's like fake Donald Trump tweets. Okay. And I have to double check and see if these are real or not. I Every single every single one, I'm like, yeah, I, I can see him saying this. I bet they're all I actually. Say, I bet the joke is they're all real. Oh, yeah. They might be. Yeah. They might be. But you guys, follow him. Speaking. <laughs> yeah, I will not. I Speaking of invigorating the economy, I got a real biggest problem. It is lottery winners. Yeah, lottery winners. Oh, now, you're talking to one. You want to? Yeah, you won I'm in the a lottery? lottery winner. Okay, so the we big just, Powerball that 1.5 billion. Yeah, you won. I won four bucks. <laughs> okay, I'm a lottery winner. Right, Dick. Didn't yeah. you win eight dollars playing that lotto? You bet your ass I did. Okay, well, so you got like, two. Did you win anything? No, I lost. Did you play? Yeah, I, I, I lost four dollars. You only bought two tickets? Yeah. What a sucker. What a sucker. How, how many tickets did you have? Four dollars. How many single dollars in your wallet? Yeah, Dumb I, shit. I just, yeah, I went to Cheetahs, <laughs> asshole. If you must know, I went to Cheetahs. Did you have any left? And then? I got a fucking lap dance from a, a woman named Hot Wheels. And you got change? <laughs> <laughs> I got a lap dance from a woman named Hot Wheels. You want to know why she's named Hot Wheels? Because she's a former junior Olympic roller skating champion and she roller skates oh. around the stage in a bikini and she does all these pirouettes around the goddamn pole, and she's fantastic. I, I don't like the backs. I don't like stripper backstories. Go. Yeah, that, that sounds so, but good. You did win, did you win like, anything? It, it sounds no. like she roller skated uh, into your heart, buddy. Well, I'm still, yeah. Hot, Hot wheels. wheels, if you're out wow. there, say hi to me. She's probably a listener to the show. But anyway, guys, back to lottery winners. Okay, I got, this is the real biggest problem. Now, I chose lottery winners and not the lottery. Okay. Yeah. Because... Yeah. The lottery's your choice, right? Yeah. Because it was weird. Yeah. What was was weird? Wait, real quick question. How many lottery tickets did you buy for the Powerball? 20 bucks worth. So you lost $16? Yeah. Okay, so I only lost $4. Well, no, technically I lost uh, $36 because I also played the week before. Okay, so I only lost $4 and I'm a sucker. I just want to... 
clarify. Yeah, man, I had a lot of fun thinking about all thinking about all the bridges I would burn with my. Oh yeah, me too. Million dollars. I I was thinking about like unfriending all my like all these people. You can do that now. You don't have to be rich to cut assholes out of your life. I know, but you need to replace friends with money. Yeah, does sound. Yeah, you do. You're at least purchasing the fantasy. Of what? Unfriending of, people? Yeah. Of like yeah. doing whatever you would do. So I'm dumb because I only bought four dollars worth of fantasy. I should have bought yeah. more. more. Yes, yes, more. Okay. Dumb. All right. Yeah. All right. Dumb. Asterios. Dumb. You're less likely to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you 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 missed out, dude. <laughs> Wait. So instead of my odds being one in one point seven billion, two, two in one point no, seven billion, two in like two hundred seventeen million. It's two hundred ninety-two million. Yeah, you would have been. Four or ten. ten. Oh, Dick was ten. Ten. And then I bought a secret lottery ticket on the way home, like a <laughs> like a like a boot like a boot holster, you know, like a boot like a secret gun in my boot. So I checked the first ten. I yeah. checked the first ten, and I'm like, no, those are losers. Now let's go for the boot, the mm-hmm. boot pistol. Yeah, oh pull God. this bitch out. You also, yeah. hold loser. That all right, yeah. so so far my advice is to take girls to the dollar store and buy as many lottery tickets as you possible. You know what? Do that. Well, lottery. Go, go to a school, go get a scratcher on a date. Go get some scratchers and say, hey, we're gonna split everything right now, and then you're buying dinner with the winnings. No, no, let me tell you, let me tell you for real. All right, what do you if do? you're if you're trying to if you're trying to woo a woman uh-huh. and you're you know, a lot of a lot of these guys are in a position where they're trying to woo her, right? Okay. Where a lot of questions I get from guys are like this, where they they, they don't they think she's on the fence. Maybe she's leaning leaning away, which is normal because, you know, chicks have to lean back and, and get a gauge on you, right? Like, they need to judge you as a man to see if you're worth investing their time in, right? Okay. This is the, the, the dynamics of dating, right? So to get them to stick around, you buy a lottery ticket together on your <sighs> date, right? And then you say, well, you know, the drawing isn't until Saturday, so you got an excuse to talk to her on Saturday, right? I, I have a question. What if, what if, I win the lottery. Oh, then you just never call her again. You block block her. Got it. You know, change your name. You could get a whole new identity with uh, Powerball winnings. I have a lot to learn. This is really Dick, cool. Dick, this actually is like the smartest thing I think you've ever said. It yeah. only costs two bucks. Correct. All you need is $2 in the dream. Really smart. Yeah. All right. Guys, back to lottery winners. You've heard of the stereotypes of lottery winners, right? Losing all their money and going bankrupt. But I, for one, think that lottery winners are great people. Who are very handsome and successful and wise. They definitely they definitely know the best way to spend their money, as evidenced by their purchase of lottery tickets. <laughs> uh, is this another iTunes? No, 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 Sean. I look, I just like to say that uh, I put forth a humble suggestion that if any of our listeners are lottery winners, that you invest in yours truly. Might I suggest a small contribution of eight hundred thousand dollars to Maddox Empire to further my agenda to educate the masses? My goal is to diminish the influence of lesser minds in our lives, and I'll do that with your money. Wait, are you shilling to the Powerball guy? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, correct. That's that's all I'm doing. Right Why'd you now. bring him in as a problem then? Well, because they're problems, and I'll tell you why. Uh, let's first let's talk about the odds, though. Right in New York Times, they just released this. They said the odds of being struck by lightning this year are one in one point nineteen million, making it about two hundred and forty six times as likely as winning the Powerball jackpot. That means you have two hundred and forty six times more of a chance of getting struck by lightning than winning the lottery. With an estimated 1 in 12,500 chance, an amateur golfer is about 23,000 times as likely to make a hole-in-one. So if you became a golfer, yeah, mm-hmm. and you just struck a ball, you have a 23,000-time higher probability to make a hole-in-one. 
You'd have to be a kind of a good golfer, though. You can't just walk out there and... Uh, no, yeah. not, not true. Uh, There's a lot of dumb luck in those. A lot yeah. of hacks. Really? Get, People no. running up like Happy Gilmore and just swatting at it like they're chopping down a tree, uh, hole in well, one. Well, Happy Gilmore had a lot of, of hockey experience. No, it so, I mean, you have to admit, uh, it sounds like you're... All right, these are statistics for the lottery, though. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like, like you're bringing in the lottery. lottery. No, 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 I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Okay. So I, I just looked into the odds first to see... Uh, the to set up the psychology of somebody who would buy one of these tickets. Uh-oh. You'd be like, you, um, you bought a bunch of lottery tickets. So. I, yeah, I, it's I, awesome. I, I spent the same as Dick. I mean, I did a little bit better. No, actually. I spent two more bucks than you because I got that secret one. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that's the one that's that God true. doesn't know you about. You guys yeah. are so proud of wasting money on the lottery. What? Oh, yes. $22 is the bare minimum of money that I've wasted. Are you <laughs> kidding me? What's the most money you've ever wasted in, in one go? My watch? Know. How much is your watch? What's a nice watch? I don't know what a nice watch costs. Like three grand. Why you would you 3, spend three grand on a watch? Because it's awesome. Is it? It's it just showy tells as the time. shit, man. Yeah. Oh, it's you heavy. don't even wear it. I've never even seen you I wear a watch. I have it on right now. No, I've never seen you wear a watch. I've known you for years. I don't know what to tell you. Take a take a better look at what's sitting across from you sometime, man. Yeah, there's see no that watch. beautiful watch. I never see oh, that watch. Oh, you should see chicks light up when they feel like, oh my God, you, is this real? You not only- it's so heavy. You're they not, love it. They love it. Dick, they you're not it. only not wearing the watch now, but you don't even have the tan mark of wearing a watch. It's It, oh, it sounds like he only wears it on a special- It's a $3,000 watch. Well, is that true? Do you only wear it to like special dinners and things like that? No. I wear it uh, whenever I go out. I mean, I wear it whenever I go outside. I say, watch. I don't like digging in my pocket for my cell phone like a child, like a millennial, to see the time. I like turning my wrist and seeing what the time is. All right. Well, uh, I don't know what to tell you, Dick. You could have uh, you could have bought a lot of those watches with the money you could have won from the Powerball. Oh, I would have got a one. I would have got one of the watches that has meteors in the face. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a watch. It's got a meteor face. The face is has meteorites. Oh, oh, it's made it. out of the meteor. It's made out yeah. of a meteorite. Yeah. How much does that watch like cost? Like 20 grand, 25 grand. All right. Yeah. Well. Says there's a goal for you. A lot of, lot of Sell things. a lot of Mega Man comics. A lot of things to piss your money away on. There's an article in, in uh, time.com. It says, here's how winning the lottery makes you miserable. Uh, so they're talking about, there's all these articles coming out about people who've won the lottery. From time, they said, so many of them wind up unhappy or wind up broke. People have terrible things happen to them, says Don McNay, 56, a financial consultant to lottery winners and author of Life Lessons from the Lottery. People commit suicide. People run through their money. Easy comes, easy goes. They go through divorce or people die. And then there's an article in NewYorkDailyNews.com. It says, The Curse of the Lottery, Tragic Stories of Big Jackpot Winners. And it says here, nearly 70% of lottery winners end up broke within seven years. Oh, my gosh. Broke. In seven how, years. How many? What percent? 70 percent. I'm surprised it's that low. About three quarters. And it says even worse, several winners have died tragically or witnessed those close to them suffer. And it says here, you would be blown away to see how many winners wish they'd never won, says Edward Eugle, author of Money for Nothing. One of those unlucky winners was a guy named Abraham Shakespeare. Just weeks Whoa. before Shakespeare was killed, he told his mother he wished he had never won. Shakespeare hit it big for $30 million in 2006, causing friends and family to hound him for money. So then he befriended, like all these fake people started showing up in his life, and he fell for one of them. Sounds like family is the problem. Yeah. Not lottery winners. It sounds like another vote, one of your problems is families. the problem. Yeah, man. Go vote up families. That's what I told you, man. Uh, episode number one. That's what I brought in. Families. 
But he said he befriended a person named Doris D.D. Moore, who tricked Shakespeare into believing he was trying to protect him, she was trying to protect him from greedy people around him. Moore convinced this poor guy to transfer his assets to her before he went missing in 2009. Then in 2012, she was sentenced to mandatory life without parole for his murder by a judge who called her cold, calculating, and cruel. Ooh. This lady got this this poor guy to transfer his his funds to her and then killed him so she could keep it all. Sounds like uh, women might be the problem. Uh. <laughs> Wit- witchy, so witchy women and their devious ways. Those femme fatales. Those, yes. Uh, DD, what was her name? It's uh, Dee Dee Dor- Doris Didi Moore. Dee Dee so she's a triple D. Yeah. Triple D. Oh yeah. Look, I, look, that's a problem. I just want to say, I feel like the only hard statistic you've brought in for this is that 70% of lottery winners go broke. Right. I feel like the rest of this is like a lot of like you know, story. staff and story. It's just like all you needed to say was that 70% of them go broke. That's a huge fucking problem. If you win the lottery, you are almost guaranteed to lose everything you own. That's right. a big problem. Right, right, right. Uh, but more than that, well, it's it's – it's what? Not, you don't think that's a big problem? Own, losing everything you own? Going completely bankrupt? No. Because Suicide. you bought a piece of no. paper that had a bunch of numbers on it one day? I don't think it's a big problem that you won the lottery and you don't know what you're doing with your life. And it, it like, what, what is it? Fuck your life up back to being somebody who plays lottery? I mean, what, what is, what, like, okay, a couple guys kill themselves? I don't know. That's a big problem. Look, money can be chaos. All right. Money is power, money is freedom. But money can also be chaotic. If you suddenly get an injection of money, you don't know what to do with it, and it came in from nowhere, and you suddenly sit there and you start to fantasize about the things that you could spend the money on, you're not you're not apt to spending that wisely. You might buy things that are bad for you, or you might invest it in some poor things. I mean, look, seventy percent of people are bad with money. That's what that tells me. Like, um, and that's and that's still that's why I say it still seems low. Like I would think like ninety nine percent of people are bad with money. But 99% Dick, of people don't save. But Dick, it's not just that they're bad with money. 70% of them also get, I mean, these, this includes people who get killed, like this poor guy. He wasn't bad with money, per se. You he mean just got murdered. killed. Murdered yeah, he got murdered for money. Okay, that, see, when you yeah, say get I mean, people killed, people get murdered I, for shoes and rims, though, also. Like, it sounds like, it sounds like an idiot. Yeah, but it turns you into a big target. Well, look, granted, per- the yeah. guy's an idiot, but it turns you into a big target. I mean, and, you got all that money, that's and, like... Yes. And you lose friends, people always hit you up for money. It's going to change your life, sometimes in ways that aren't good. Uh, there's another example here from this article. It says, David- so wait, I'm sorry, is winning the lottery the problem? No, uh, lottery, no, lottery winners. Lottery winners are the problem. Not okay, but it, what are I'm they? Getting to okay, okay, I'm getting to that, I'm getting to that. I, I want to read this other example. This guy named David Lee Edwards, he lived in human feces before his death. Edwards, a former drug addict and felon, won $27 million in 2001 while unemployed in South Florida. He quickly blew through the money by purchasing a $1.6 million house in Palm, Palm Beach Gardens, uh, three racehorses, a fiber optics company, <laughs> a Learjet, a limo business, oh, cool. a $200,000 Lamborghini Diablo, and nice. a multitude of other luxuries. Yeah. Then Edwards and his wife returned to drug use and had numerous run-ins with the police for possession of crack cocaine, pills, and heroin. He lost all of his money in just a few years and ended up living in a storage shed surrounded by human feces. I think crack did that to him, not money. Yeah, well, that's a guy with huge problems yeah. ever before he bought the tickets. Sure, sure. So I mean, now, cl- now he just, instead of living in like a 74 Dodge, he's living in a Lamborghini. I mean, it's... He had right. a nice like fantasy week or month or however long he had that money. But doesn't that seem 
like poetically just more terrible to like have had everything and lost it all. Yeah. Like I kind of like I, mean, I don't give a shit. Okay. Um, no, I'm just saying like I don't feel anything for somebody who makes a shitload of money then blows it all doing crack and harassing the police and being a menace and then living in a storage shed like Howard Hughes with, with his own feces. Like, this is a lunatic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, look, I'm not specifically talking about this guy. I'm just saying, like, isn't it kind of better to have never had a taste of that good life if yes. you're just going to end up somewhere worse? Ab- like, absolutely, Asterios. I, I believe I, this. But I, it's an opinion. It's not a stat. It's just my opinion. If you disagree, you disagree. No, I agree with I mean, that. If that were true, drugs wouldn't be so great. No, I'll, you know? I'll, I'll what do you t- mean? I'm sorry. I'm, I, I don't- well, he, the the high of this guy's crazy lifestyle was more important to him than uh, I, something more conservative. Something that didn't involve people, violence and crack. People who are you know? dr- people who become drug addicts are not happy people. They're not people who are doing this because they're having a. a, a You're talking a to a guy lifestyle. who shits his pants because he drinks too much. I right. mean, you don't think I know that? Yeah, but but this guy in particular. When sometimes people have this fantasy of winning lots of money and they think money's going to solve their problems, but this guy was depressed and had problems beforehand, and he just won money, and all that did is maybe gave him a little bit of joy in the interim. But the drugs finally eventually caught up with him. This is the same logic that applies to like actors and actresses to me. Like they won the lottery, actors and actresses won the being famous lottery. It doesn't seem to, they still, the bad ones still seem to be drug addicted maniacs. You know, it seems, it seems like the same thing. It seems like now we're just paying attention to it because he's rich. I think it's a little different because actors and actresses work hard for it. So a, a lot unless of times, you're, unless you're super hot like Cameron Diaz, and you just get uh, promoted from an extra to the co-star of The Mask. Yeah, uh, Cameron Diaz had a, a long career before that. Although I'm not a fan, not a fan of Cameron yeah. Diaz. I wrote an article a long time ago where the happiest day in my life was when Cameron Diaz broke her nose during a surfing accident. That was the huh. happiest day in my life. Yeah, still, still happiest <laughs> day in my life. Uh, I, I, just before I, we move on, real quick, yeah. you, you mentioned shitting in your pants. Yeah, should I carry around like extra pants? What for yourself? Yeah, like or for me? No, for me. Like, should I like in the trunk or like? Do you keep extra pants? Oh no, no. Okay, I'm Uh, I I, because I'm just you know I just want. What are you getting at? What? Because you want to you want to adopt that kind of drinking into your lifestyle. I'm on the way down. Here's what you do. Okay, all the fast food you get, just throw it in the passenger side of your car. Okay, then if an emergency hits you, you just grab some of those bags (gasps) and sit on them. That's awesome. So you don't fuck up your car. Okay. That's great. A little dick tip for you. Thank you. Guys, I have an article here from New York Times. And (laughs) (laughs) you've never done that? I've never done that. I'm just Oh man, you haven't lived. I might just I might try to do both. I might try to keep a pair of pants in the trunk. Some trunk pants. No, that's because then you're admitting you have a problem. (laughs) Okay. Go, what's the what's new? Yeah, can we I'm so sorry. We 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 done? Yeah. We, okay. okay. I got an article here from New York Times. Some so some of these articles have gotten really snarky, like near the uh, near the end as the Powerball started to to, uh, to really gain gain speed and momentum. This one's from New York Times called "You Will Not Win the Powerball Jackpot." Oh God. Okay. And <laughs> I love <laughs> I love the title. Opening so many eyes with that. No, it's it, it's funny. It's it's kind of like shitting on everyone. It says, "But keep in mind, your six numbers will not match, and your finances will stay put minus two dollars, most likely." Sorry. We would like to comfort you by pointing out that the odds of hitting the jackpot are 292 million, which are really, really bad odds. The odds of being struck by lightning, as I mentioned, is a, a 1.19 million. Um, 
And then there was, okay. I hate articles like that. And I hate the people who write them. Like, so then why do anything? Like, why do we spend money to do anything? It's all for entertainment. Like $2 for the amount of excitement you get that like you might win the lottery is probably the highest ratio of excitement to money on earth. I just, these, these smug pricks that write these articles about how you're so, it's a tax on the poor. You're so stupid that you don't know you were going to win. We all know that we're not going to win. It's that pretending for a couple days that is what makes it worth $2. Fuck you. Yeah, I actually have to totally agree with that because I spent $4 on two lottery tickets and I kept them around in my wallet. And I was just so, so excited. I woke up the next day. I, could, I couldn't wait to Google it. And actually, I, I, bought the, I had bought the ticket on a date. And like now it's this nice little memento. It's just like, oh, I got this cute little thing. It's like, oh, here's my numbers. Here's her numbers. It's like this cute little thing. It's great. Yeah, it's like, I used why to does be... everything have to be like such a fucking killjoy? No, yeah, no, it's no, not no. an investment. It's, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's it's not. just a game. You're just playing a dumb yeah. game. It's a way better value than seeing a movie. Yeah. Right. But here, here's the thing. I used to be one of these people who yeah. uh, was was adamantly opposed to the lottery. And in many ways, I still am. Yeah. But uh, I get it. This argument has been made many times by many different people that it's entertainment for a couple dollars. I get it. Fine. That's no, I don't have a problem with that. You bought but a the bunch question of lottery is, tickets. Of course. Yeah. But the question is, why don't you play week to week? Is this just because of the jackpot amount? Is that what made you excited uh, to no, play? I'm not I a gambling it be, addict. It's like I wanted to be like part of the zeitgeist. It was okay. like everyone was super excited about this yeah. Powerball thing. I was like, well, fuck it, I'll do it too. If you're talking about the lottery, you can't talk about the lottery, your lottery ticket with your mom like when it's not a gigantic jackpot because yeah. that's kind of sad. And it's like, true. what are you doing? Why yeah. are you not part of this collective thing that we're doing? Guys, I buy that argument. That's fine. Mm. I, I don't disagree. Um, so this this one last article I want to I want to mention for, again from New York Times. This is my favorite snarky article. It says, "Dear Powerball winner, take our advice and take the annuity." So you have a choice when you win the Powerball. You can get a one lump sum payment, which a lot of people opt to do because they just want to go nuts with that money. But this New York Times article said, you know, again they're they're talking about how you're not going to win it, but if you do, take the annuity. And I got to read this. This says, uh, there are big tax advantages to the annuity. The main one is that taking the annuity is basically like letting the government hold on to part of your prize for a while and invest it for you. And the government does not pay tax on that investment income. Of course, once you get the annuity checks, you'll have to pay income tax on them. But if you take the lump sum cash prize, you'll pay tax twice. Once on the prize when you win it, and then once again on the income you get by investing it, which is a good point. Then uh, the article goes on and says, but if you don't want, excuse me, but what if you don't want an ultra safe investment? I don't know about all your risk preferences, but I do, I do know that you buy lottery tickets. So maybe you'd prefer to take the cash option and gamble in the stock market for higher average return. But this leads us to the biggest advantage of the annuity, protecting you from yourself. And this is the, 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 the root cause of the problem here. And why I brought in lottery winners and not the lottery specifically, because the lottery winners are the problem. They, When they have all this money, there is no safeguard to protect them from themselves and their own bad decisions. Wait, but how does that make them the problem? Because they're making bad decisions. It says here, again, I don't know all about you, but I do know that you buy lottery tickets. So let's consider the possibility that you are not one of your generation's greatest financial minds. We all know oh, this. You're a writer for a newspaper. You don't know shit about money. How much, how much could you possibly make writing? What paper was this? New York Times. New York Times. What, what do you make? 80000 a year? Uh, but how, no. how much are your life? 
Way less. Way less than yes. that, 60000 No, it's like $42,000 a year. You probably no, get paid by up. the they words. Make, they make. Fuck you telling anybody what to do about money, you smug asshole or bitch, either one. I don't know which it is. <laughs> it's probably it's probably a freelancer that got paid $100. Yeah. Odd, perfectly you frank. You guys are awfully butthurt at this writer. That's so here's smug. The thing. Sometimes, it's real smug. Sometimes, of course it's smug. That's why it's hilarious, and that's why I brought it in. You're talking to the smuggest motherfucker in the universe. When you're smug, it's funnier than that. That's just that's just dickish. Ah, well, I love it. It made me so happy reading that. Uh, so he goes on and says, We all know the stories of people who win huge fortunes in the lottery and then lose them. The great thing about the annuity is that no matter what stupid choices you make this year, you'll have an enormous check waiting for you next year, all the way until 2045. That's sound financial advice. You want to call this guy smug and stupid for working for the New York Times, for earning a living wage? Okay, go ahead. But that's sound fucking advice. Protect you from yourself by taking the annuity, dickheads. Well, and by the way, well, I, I, why I, I, don't again, you just suggest that we ban all lotteries? If you're looking right. to protect people from themselves, the yeah. lottery's the problem. The lottery's the problem. Yeah, exactly. Then. Wouldn't no, that be no, the no. ultimate way to protect people from themselves? They should choose. They should still have the choice. I'm I'm for them having the choice to t- if look, if you want to fuck up your life and take a bunch of money and go nuts with it and go broke in seven in seven years, those are the statistics, you're way more likely to go broke after winning the lottery than any at un, any other point in your life. Sure. Well, that's fine. Look, there's What's a poetic, the problem. There's a poetic irony to bring in lottery winners. It's like it's like okay, careful what you wish for, because if you get it, it'll destroy you. When God when God seeks to punish a man, he answers his prayers. What would you do if you won the lottery? I if I won the lottery, I would tell absolutely nobody. Oh, I that's would, weird. I All would right. tell. I would just die. And then, and then a charity would get a huge check one day from the Boisterous oh, Coconuts Foundation. Shut up! The charity would get a huge check after I spent a lot of it at Cheetahs and then <laughs> on Hot uh, Wheels. Huh? Yeah, that's the I charity. I would have Hot Wheels Charity's move in with her, me. Hot, charity's Hot Wheels is friend. A stripper's bank account charity, huh? Yeah. Hey, here's the thing. I looked into one of these cases of of a lottery winner who didn't fuck up his life. There's this guy in, I believe, in Idaho or Colorado. He won the lottery. He won $220 million, some crazy amount. Yeah. What he did is he first, you know, spent a, he didn't he didn't tell anybody for like two weeks or a week and a week or two weeks. He finally told his dad, and that's it. And then he sat there thinking about like having all these fantasies about how he's going to spend it. Then finally, once he got done with all those fantasies, he decided to keep his feet planted to the ground. He hired a lawyer. He hired an accountant. He hired a public relations person, and then decided to invest the money to grow it. And then he dis- he kept driving the same car he always drove. He bought a really expensive bicycle because he wanted a really hot, nice high-end bike, but that's about it. He kept the same house he always had, and then he went to work for another year because he enjoyed his job. Sometimes, Dick, people work because not because of the money they make, but because they enjoy what they do. So, like Why these New York Times writers. Because yeah, you were, you were shitting on this New York Times writer real. and teachers. Oh, they only make 42000 a year. Well, people do things because they that's like it. That's not very much. Of course it's not very much, but that's not the point. The point is, people do things because they enjoy doing them. So that's, that's why they get paid so little, because they get something beyond money for it. It's that's a, not that's how it. economics work. It's right. a vocation. As a comedian, I don't get paid a lot of money, right. but I get a lot of joy out of it once a year. Right, right, right. And the rest so of the time, I can't hate myself. You would probably pay to be a comedian. 
I bet if a theater said, you know what? Every time you go up, you got to give us 20 bucks. They do that. Those are called bringer shows. Comedians do that all the time. The only way you can perform is you bring five audience members and if they pay $10. Yeah. 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 Of course. A lot of comedians pay for it. In entertainment, people pay to be part of entertainment constantly. It's the scam of entertainment. No, but but criticizing this New York Times writer for giving financial advice. You're real butthurt about us criticizing this bitchy and cunty writer. It's such a cheese dick move, man. Look, he's giving sound financial advice. I actually agree with this guy. Oh, and he, yeah, his tone is smug. Wait a minute. Sound financial advice to people that he says are never going to need it. He starts that article by saying, none of you, uh, hey, everyone, I don't know if you can hear me from this giant pedestal I'm standing on so far above you. In this none big of you, glass house. Yeah, none of you are going to win. You're all stupid. But here's here's some advice that applies to none of you. Yeah, statistically, yes. Yeah. Don't yeah. you hate clickbait? Well, in a rational mind, that's you call that, that hypocrisy. is. It's fucking clickbait. This is not clickbait. This is it's- not clickbait. This article that came out during the week of the largest Powerball jackpot of all time. It's not What's clickbait. the headline called? It's What's the headline? news, Asterios. This is the New York <laughs> Times. What an asshole. They're talking you about. You just bring in the lottery. You have to bring in some fucking tri- tricky no. dick. Fucking weirdo no. goddamn you sneaky cut the Greek. mustard. You sneaky Greek. That's what I said. I don't have a problem with the lottery. I used to. I don't anymore. I thought about it, and I thought, you know what, Dick? Your argument is is correct. Pretty, pretty sound. 100% correct. Asterios, your argument is pretty <laughs> so sound. That's looking yeah, for. Smart. No, well it's reasoned. not smart. It's not, not weird. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's not some sort of huge stretch. I will give you reasonable. It is a cheap way it's to human. get. It's a cheap it's way human. to get uh, an hour or two of entertainment. It's human. It's human. You get three days worth of thinking about I it, talking so to friends cool. about it. I'm gonna keep that lottery check forever. But but really but, cool but when's the last time ticket? before this one that you invested in a lottery dick? Like two or three years ago, it got up to like three hundred yeah. or six hundred million or something. Same like with that. me. So once every two or three years. Um, yeah, that's great. Well, yeah, but that's like talk, once like every two or three years. Year. It's fun yeah. to talk about it but, every four years. But these huge jackpots that come along, where everybody invests and has fun uh-huh. investing in, right? They don't happen frequently enough for it to even matter. It's not I don't like, know how to qualify that. Well, uh, you qualify it compared to movies. You compared it to movies. You say, Sean, you said uh, a movie. Co- uh, it's a it's a way better investment of your money for entertainment in terms of how much yeah, money you spend and how much entertainment like, you get. And I agree with that. Society is like a tapestry of these events, though. Like these these events <laughs> in the zeitgeist. Like it's, what other? All, but what other one is there like the lottery that you? Because because like you guys said. For the amount of money you invest, you don't get as much entertainment with anything else. There's nothing else like that. They're all different. That's the point. I was excited about that for months and months and months, and then I spent eighteen dollars on it. I loved it. You hated it. I hated it. But But I liked hating it. Yeah, exactly. It gave you a fun opinion to have after, and it gives you water cooler talk. It's just like we all had fun. Right. No one's disputing that. What's the uh, problem? The problem that that if you win the lottery, you have a seventy percent chance to go bankrupt. I agree. Yeah. So it's a big problem for lottery winners. Correct. Yeah. Okay. okay. So if you win the lottery, voted right? It's no, a big no, no. problem for lottery winners. Winning the lottery is a problem for the people who won. Yeah. Yeah, potentially. Potentially, seventy percent. Like seventy percent. Seven in ten chance. Yeah. 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 That's a huge. That's there's not a lot of potential not to have that happen. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a it's bad just, thing. It's just a lot of the stats you're bringing are about how lotteries are shitty, and it's like just say no. You don't like I, no, not a single. Oh, hold on, I I all I said all I said here was that lotteries are difficult to win. I yeah. didn't say that they're shitty. Okay. I didn't disagree with your guys' assessment okay. that for two or three dollars, it's a lot of entertainment. I give you that. Yeah. I'm not dis- disputing that. Just, That's why oh, I brought in specifically our arguing. We all agree. 
Is no, that what this tangent came about because you guys shat all over this guy. Yeah, he's, he's an so asshole. No, but guy. but the I don't like it. Like t- you shit on teachers for for uh, saying I don't want someone who makes forty thousand a year teaching my kids about finances. I don't. That's irrelevant. How is it irrelevant? Because you don't need to make a lot of money to give good advice. Uh, okay, it helps. Look, I don't sure think it really helps. helps. I, I mean, we could shit on teachers either. Yeah, I don't know. If it was, I don't know if that's called shitting on teachers. We're no. shitting on shit-eating bloggers who eat shit all the time. Yeah, this I don't. Their think mouths this guy's are covered in shit from all the shit they eat. No, and also I think New York Times uh, uh, writers make a lot more than that. Let's find out this guy's. Let's look it up right now. What's this guy's name? All right, is there more? <laughs> is there more for yeah. lottery winners? No, what would lottery you do if winners. You won the lottery, yeah, if I, I if I won the lottery. You get the annuity, obviously. You take this guy's sound financial the, the advice. Annuity makes this 23 year old blogger got paid $100. <laughs> no. Who doesn't I, have health insurance? Who's still yeah. in his mom's health insurance? Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, Obamacare. Obama. It's the New York Times. It's not some fucking fly by night magazine. It's not the 1970s Whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Maddox, all those papers exist to sell ads. Yeah. You should hate them. All they do is write this shit. To get clicked on, so you look at the ads. No, there was none a, of it matters. There was a study a while back that. Uh, so, so when I when my first book came out, yeah. um, I had I worked with a couple of different publicists. Ah, uh, New York Times bestseller. I get it. No, no, no. Oh, no that has you're nothing defending to do with it. the old gray lady. I like the New York right. Times. Okay. I think that look whether or not I'm a New York Times bestseller is irrelevant. It's not like I have any association with them. I don't give a shit. It's okay. I was also a Wall Street Journal bestseller. I was also a, a Reader's Digest bestseller. I was a, de- a bestseller good, across a everything. Magazine, His dick though. is getting so hard. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all these fucking stats. Look, I love myself. But um, here, Reader's here's Digest, the thing. really? Yeah, everything. All, I didn't all even across know they the board. Had a list. Uh, USA Today, I think their their bestseller list. Uh, uh, all, all Newsweek, they all have the bestseller lists. The only one everyone anyone ever mentions is New York Times. What about Newsmax? Um, no. What no. about Breitbart.com? <laughs> yeah, were no. you on their bestseller list? So New York Times, the place. Have, New York Times, New York the Times. There was there. Look, I I talked to a lot of publicists yeah. back in the day, and publicists now. Publicists' job is to place your your uh, your article, uh, like kind of like an ad for your book or your product, right, Dick? That that uh, that insurance ad that you brought in last week yeah. that was put in that magazine in that newspaper by a publicist. I mean, and I probably wasn't even a newspaper. Public? No, uh, the Telegraph is publicist. But I don't know if it showed up in the newspaper. I'm saying it's probably just online. The print one. I don't know. the The publicist's job is to do that to place these puff pieces into newspapers to get them a lot of traction and basically it's like a stealthy ad for your product right and there was a study done a while back where across the board almost every single newspaper was susceptible to these pr pieces because publicists sometimes try to do it in very stealthy ways they'll hire a journalist to write this little piece for your product and then pitch it to the new york times and they're legitimate journalists but new york times sniffs them out and keeps them out keeps them from being printed and published in their magazine that's why i respect the new york times is because they are the least likely to print any kind of puff pieces from journalists and pr pieces if i see an ad i want to know it's an ad if if i if i came in and started shilling harry's and i didn't disclose to my listeners that we were being paid for that that's fucking dishonest i have a problem with that but i don't have and and similarly that's why I have a problem with magazines and newspapers who do that with PR puff pieces when they don't do their due diligence to research the source. New York Times does their due diligence. That's why it's a respectable magazine. Or you would newspaper. say they're the Harry's of newspapers. No, I would Harry's not. is a great product. <laughs> yeah, let's not, let's not is a great get off product, track yeah. here. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's, uh, that's my problem, guys. Record. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, All hey, right. well, my problem is last call. 
Uh, my problem was not enough. Toilets, holy shit, affects billions of people. And my problem is lottery winners. See you See next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. All right, I got a voicemail from Weird Matthew McConaughey. You remember last week when Weird Matthew McConaughey sent in that the question, the question of the week. Sean, you were absent for this one. The question of the week was from Weird Matthew McConaughey. Would you see more boobs if oh, you right. were invisible or if you were a dog? Right. Oh, right. Serious. What's your answer for that one? I, I assume. I assume a dog because an invisible man still has to open doors, close doors. Like an invisible man's going to get caught at some point. If if you're smart, if you're getting naked in front of a dog, you're, you're just going to do that a lot. Reasonable. And Maddox, you said a man because right. then you can jerk off. Right. Right. Okay. Well, but he, is your cum visible? Well, no, it's invisible cum. Let's not get let's not get off into the weeds here. Okay. This is because weird Matthew McConaughey called in and gave what he considers no, sure. the correct answer. Okay. I'd love to hear it. Hey guys, back again. <laughs> Maddox, you really fucked up on that answer. Being invisible is the wrong answer, and this is why. You said you could jerk it and do pin it as a puppy. That's wrong, dude. As a puppy, you can just give yourself a blowjob, basically. Yeah, okay. No one fucking even minds dogs. You're a child. You're a baby. They do it all the time. Gross. But if you're invisible and you're fucking staying like three feet from the woman, what? hey, she's going to hear all that fucking jerking. Yeah, exactly. No, it's going to sound like hair... Wet hair, basically. What? Uh, no, I don't know. That's the last part. Come, as the cum leaves your body, it's going to become visible again. No. Check no. Yeah, man. There you go. How the fuck do you explain that? <laughs> your doggy or a, or a, a cat or a, any sort of animal, no one's going to really fucking question that. You, you and no one's going to question it. Yeah. Just go hide in a corner, come on the wall, and fucking okay. leave. <laughs> Checkmate. Dumbass. You- <laughs> no one's gonna question a puppy sitting in the corner giving himself auto fellatio who's no, not they sexually the mature. Time. They're not sexually mature. Puppies are like you know, like any other animal. You're not sexually mature. So you're he's suggesting that you become a puppy, watch a girl's boobs, and then suck yourself off. By the way, I don't want my my own wiener in my mouth, bro. Why he's it's not in your hand? Suggesting that you become a puppy. Wait a minute, the wait a minute. I was, get okay, no, I'm sorry, you're right. I cut you right off because I was uh, we were both disgusted with him for different reasons. Yeah, you wouldn't want <laughs> your wiener in your mouth i don't think so you don't think so you never thought of it i've thought of it all i think of it all you the time you want your wiener in someone else's mouth in someone else's mouth yeah all the time okay i mean if you're if you if want you it in their mouth you should a... be willing to put your own wiener in your you own mouth you should put your mouth where your wiener is yeah, exactly. no no i'm not gonna put my mouth where my you wiener is. you sound sexist maddox and that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> that is that is <laughs> very sexist yeah, that's all i'm gonna say sexist against myself I'm just going to say I mean, you have to swallow, but you just got to get it in your mouth. Well, yeah. there's going to be just pre-cum. I don't want to taste my own pre-cum. It probably <laughs> tastes like cinnamon. Oh, that's true. With all the, With all the fireball whiskey you eat. Shit, Dick, that's a good point. All right. <laughs> there you go. You wasted all this time going to Starbucks. You can just stay on blowing yourself. Suck, suck myself <laughs> off. <laughs> you got to start coming to Pilates with me. Oh. I got uh, okay. Here's here's someone talking about the Little Mermaid. You were harsh. You were hard on the Little Mermaid. You had a video about yeah, it too yeah. about the Little Mermaid. The Disney version. Yeah. Hey Maddox. <laughs> yes. I have a counterpoint to your Little Mermaid point. Okay. It goes like this: <laughs> part of your world under the sea and fucking kiss the girl. Three great songs in a great <laughs> animated movie. Undeniable. Right. I'm sorry. Sure. That your fucking precious Hans Christian Andersen 
bullshit story got ruined yeah. and your childhood was raped. Right. Vote up infantilism, yeah. you pussy-ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking asshole idiot. First of all, dickhead, those songs wouldn't exist without Hans Christian Andersen, fuckface. Oh, okay. That's all, all right. I, that's all I need to say. But, those but songs, to, but they're Disney. Not, yeah, but, but they're but, integral to the, the Disney but, version but, of The Little Mermaid. They're Disney All is music just, wouldn't exist without it's it's like yeah art is built upon art it doesn't mean that the art that came later is worse than the art that came before and that well, art sometimes was it is just cut, well, sometimes oh, it is sometimes oh, it is but the, they made some some cute songs that I can market and sell albums the great, uh, let me choose all over my face oh, that's songs. very cynical those yeah. are great songs those are actually really, and I'm, look I, I'm not just disagreeing with you for the sake of a podcast like Alan Menken wrote some really good songs. I'm not doing that. Look, lots of, a lot of people like those songs. That doesn't change the criticism that I had for the Disney version of The Little wait, Mermaid. Wait a minute. No lessons. A lot of people, are you going to sit here and say that you do not like the song Kiss the Girl? No, I hate that song. I I find that very I hate hard to the believe. Way, I hate the way the frogs kind of croon in that song. I hate the way the crab's lips go, Well, ignoring the, the animation. Just the song. It's not a good song. Well, no. you're dying, trying, but you no. don't know no, why. You, you want to kiss, kiss the girl. girl. That's romantic it's, as it's shit, It's not romantic. Man. No, you it's not. You sing that to a girl on your brunch dates. I will that'll, not. That'll, that'll, that'll end real quickly. No. And, and, and you know what? I take umbrage with that song because he's manipulating the situation. Um, yes, I take umbrage. He is he? manipulating the fucking crab. He's yeah. suggesting. The he's crab very is suggestive. He's a oh, oh, Kiss the girl. Kiss Excuse the girl. He's a the crab oh. for wanting Ariel no, to get he's a not. little bit of action. Really? The, the lyrics say kiss the girl, dickhead. Who yeah. is he talking to? The, the prince. Guy. The guy. It's like it's like if uh, it's like if uh, your friend leaves the room and the, the girl is left behind and you're just like, hey, isn't that my friend's pretty cool? He's a nice guy. Yeah, you're wing, you're wingman. You're, you're trying to. No, it's, the, it's the other way. If your friend is the girl, and you tell the and the guy that she's that she's with is really nervous, and you're like, no, she likes you. Yeah, I know she. Guys, likes you. if yeah. I was sitting in your ear on a date, constantly saying, "Hey, man, kiss the girl. Why don't you grope her? Why don't you touch her? Why don't you go on and grab her you, thigh? You, you oh, if I sing it, it makes it okay. It makes it okay if I sing it. You dick. If I, oh, hey, man, why don't you grope the girl? If wow, you sound wow. like Sebastian, <laughs> yes. Wait if a minute. That's creepy. Like Sebastian, yes. No, that's that's absolutely true. Okay. If you can sing it and it doesn't sound creepy, it's not creepy. It's not as easy as you think to write a song about. If you're dying to try, <laughs> and you don't know why. You gotta kiss. Of course, that's, yeah, that's creepy. creepy. You, you guys are creepy it. as fuck. Okay, one, one, one more, one right. more. Hey guys, uh, I thought that Dick's problem about uh, the remote control was kind of um, a weird one, weird. and then I looked it up, yeah. and iPhones don't have an IR blaster. You stupid fuck. Yeah, I'm the stupid hey, fuck. No, he's for, talking uh, to me. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's calling he's talking me. To you? Yeah, relax. He's yeah. just so used to it. <laughs> You've got so much umbrage today. Oh my <laughs> lord! You gotta, you gotta blast some of your IR. Maybe I'll be an invisible dog. Suck myself off. <laughs> All right, one, one more. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't think losing the remote was weird. It happens to everybody, but that guy thinks it's weird. Weird. <laughs> yeah. That problem is weird. <laughs> Never encountered that before in his life. Lost, lost remote. Sorry, we're what not a, all perfect. What a weird problem. It's yeah. in the living room. Weird, wild stuff. All right, let's keep going. Sorry. Maddox, you fucking dope. I'm this so one's mad about, you. about your Little Mermaid shit. First of all, Disney's Little Mermaid has a fantastic message or an interesting one. It's about the Little Mermaid, Ariel, discovering that all the bullshit that her parents told her as a kid 
is lies and doing her own thing and turning her back on her own society. That's true. That's fucking mm. cool, man. It's true. No, Secondly, that's, how's that a good lesson? Fuck your copyright shit. You copyright these nuts. And thirdly, <laughs> have you been on the Little Mermaid ride at Disneyland? No. It's fucking magical. Where's oh, your fucking God. Hans Christian Andersen ride? Up your butt? Yeah, it's stolen. fucking other dude. Nah, that's homophobic. I don't want to go there. But <laughs> Too late. Thank you. you did. So how would the Hans Christian Andersen ride end? A, a woman committing suicide on a big rock? Welcome yeah. Welcome to Disneyland. It would, and and yeah. with a, maybe a, a preachy sermon, right? Where you learn a lesson and you you feel bad about yourself. That's a ride I would go to, buddy. That's, that's called church. Yeah, you can just go, go to, to church. church. Yeah, but it's not a roller coaster. You give me a roller coaster with a sermon, sign me up. Take some acid <laughs> before you go to church. No.